Greetings, rare ones. My name is Joanne, and I started the Rare Birds podcast because I wanted to hear from people like myself who come from emerging markets or the developing world, as we're called, who are entrepreneurial, resourceful, passionate, and energized to take their vision from idea to startup. Each week, you will hear me interview founders and teams from across emerging markets who are in the early stages of building their businesses. From time to time, you will also hear me speak with established ecosystem builders, mentors, investors, and business professionals who share knowledge based on their years of experience. This podcast is for anyone who is interested in hearing from the next wave of change makers across emerging markets, building in various industries from agro to tech to health, beauty, and all in between. This podcast is also for those who have ideas, but they're not entirely sure how to make them a reality. They're looking for inspiration and encouragement. We call ourselves Rare Ones. And if this sounds like you, then welcome to the family. Sit back, relax, and listen in to our always so good conversation. Bye for now. Greetings, Rare Ones, and welcome to the Rare Birds podcast. I am your host, Joanne, and we are back today with another episode. And I would like to welcome our guest from Lagos, Nigeria, Miss Abby Odin. Abby, how are you? Very well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's really great to have you on the podcast, Abby. So, Abby, tell us about where you are right now. Where, in, where are you in Lagos? Are you at home? Are you at work? What are you doing? Okay, so currently I'm in Lagos, Nigeria, and I'm working from home. We all know how the pandemic has affected our work life. So yeah. we work some days in the office and some days at home. So today I'm working from home. Awesome. Okay, so Abby, tell us a little bit about, about firstly, tell us your full name. What is your full name, Abby? Okay, so my full names are Abiodo Anani Christine. Abiodo Anani Christine. Okay, all right. Good. And tell us a little bit about you. Who is Abby? Okay. okay. <laughs> so Abby is a marketing professional with over nine years of experience in cross-functional marketing. I actually started my career at Oracle Experiential Limited, which is an experiential marketing agency where I hosted several product launch. Talking about products like Pepsi, like some brands from Nestle, from some brands from from Oracle. So, but those those are the things I did basically at Oracle, and that was where I learned brand consulting. So after then, I moved to Holidays and Host, which is a luxury and lifestyle company where we also do events, majorly events and PR. So those are what I did at, at Holidays and Oast. We designed vacation packages. But I'm, I'm one person who is very passionate about business growth. In right. public relations, marketing, branding, I'm very passionate about that. Okay. So currently I'm working with PML Advisory Limited, which mm -hmm. is a financial service firm. We, mm -hmm. we sell accounting packages, accounting softwares. We also audit companies' accounts. Okay. So at PML, I, I work as a senior associate marketing officer. Okay. Now yes. the work that, this work that you're doing, you said you're very passionate about it. Why is that? Okay, so my background is actually in accounting. I studied accounting 
National Open University. But marketing has always been what I've always loved to do. Even before going to school, I've always wanted to do one or two things, even as a young girl. Nice. Saying I want to sell these, I want to market these, I want to help my cousins, my aunties, my mom, telling them, can we do this? And I actually found out that it's been working for them. So it's one thing I'm very passionate about. Accounting was just a family thing. Oh, you want, they wanted to work in the banking industry, wanted mm -hmm. to be a banker and all that. But along the line, I, I found that I wasn't flowing, I wasn't connecting. So that was how I got to, to, to develop my passion for marketing. I said, oh, marketing business growth is my calling. Nice. Very, very nice. Did you study that? Did you go to university and study that or get training in that? Okay, so I got training in that. I've got several certifications in marketing, branding, and business growth entirely. Awesome. Okay, so Abby wants to talk to us today about social media strategy for entrepreneurs. So Abby, please help us. We need help. How do we get started? We're struggling. You know, okay, like so trying to build things. You know, some of us have teams, some of us don't have teams. We, some of us might be um, outsourcing. We have social media managers. There's so, there's so much to do, right? But social media is important. So how do we develop a strategy and then execute well on it? Okay, so there's actually been a lot of conversations around social media, especially for entrepreneurs. Because mm. sometimes when it, entrepreneurs don't, they don't focus or they don't integrate social media into their business models, into their plannings when they are starting up. So when right. it got to a point and they got to find out that, oh, social media is important, they get lost or they try to, to, to think of, oh, how do I start? How do I build my audience? How do I build my community? How do I engage? How do I get people to follow me? So the best thing, the first thing you need to do, but why you also need to know that. that. Why don't they do that, Abby? Because that's a really important point. Why do you think a lot of entrepreneurs when they're first starting out they don't think about social media and they don't incorporate social media why is that happening okay so 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 i've spoken with a lot of entrepreneurs over the past few years and one of the major reasons is that they are still living in the in the, in the traditional way of marketing they still have this mindset of if i want to make sales i need to go to people's offices i need to book appointments but they don't know that you know especially for young people young people are, are very they are very conversant with social media. So they know the importance yeah. of social media. So only few entrepreneurs who also do social media. In fact, in fact the, the number of entrepreneurs who do social media, they don't really do it in the business, in the business part. They only do use it to interact, to chat with their friends and families. So only few people understand the importance of integrating social media into their marketing. Mm, right, right, right. I like what you said about the traditional way, the traditional way of, um, of doing business. Okay. So we've gotten over that part. They don't incorporate. So now how do they go about incorporating? Okay. So social media has evolved, you know, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing in life, you need to have a plan. Same thing with social media. You need to have a plan for your social media. You need to write it down. What exactly do you want to achieve? Who do you want to reach out to? How do you want to engage? And you need to also give it a timeline. Okay, in six months, I want to read this number of audience, audiences. And if I don't read them in six months, okay, I need to re-strategize on how I go about my social media. So the first thing you need to do from the beginning, integrate social media into everything you do. Right. Build your community with social media in mind. Show everything, show your community. Let them have access to everything you do. Mm -hmm. 
post it. Don't don't look at it. Don't you see that single thing you look at and you don't pay attention to it is very important. It could bring you a conversion. Right, because people right. want to do business. Yes, people want to do businesses with people they know. They want to be personal. They don't just want to be talking to the computer. Right, right. So when, sure. you are, yes, so, so when you are active on social media, they can see your presence on social media. They would, they would want to do businesses with you. Right, right. I like what you said that people don't want to do business with some, like with a, a computer. So are you saying that every business needs to have a face? The brand needs to have a face. People need to associate the brand with someone or some, some yeah. like something personalized, like it should be personalized. Okay, so, so while you are building your brand, your social media in mind, and the, the entrepreneur themselves or the business owner themselves need to build their own personal brands. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it is, it is important that you build your personal brands beyond, besides your company's brand. Because mm. people, get to, people get to respect and, and yes, respect the CEOs, CEOs they know. They want to do businesses with CEOs they know. That's why yeah. you see top companies talking on Twitter, talking on Instagram because they want people to know that, oh, they are real business owners and they care about their customers or their prospects. Yeah. You know, I've had this conversation with quite a few branding people I've had on the, uh, on the podcast. We've had this conversation. I've asked, is it important to have as an entrepreneur, like at early stages in your business, do you need to have a personal brand as well as a business brand? And most of them have said yes. Um, no one has actually said no. Some have said, you know, it depends on your business. But personally, that could be a lot of work, a personal brand and a business brand. But what if you, what if you define your brand very clearly so, and so that it's almost integrated, the personal with the company, so you don't have to do it separate? Is that possible? Or do you think you should keep it separate? Okay, so... So that's possible, but I also think you can, you should keep it separate. If you have a good, if you have a good personal brand, okay, so this is how it works. It's a two-way thing. If you have a good personal branding, you can, you can leverage on that for your mm. business. Okay, so if you have a good social media presence, oh, you, because people will trust you and respect you. So whatever mm. you're bringing to the table, whatever you're showing to them, they are going to accept it because over time, they've built trust with you. Yeah. So sure. same thing is applicable to your business. If you have a business that is doing well on social media, you can also leverage that for your personal branding. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, thinking about social media in particular, how do you then select which platforms you're going to use? Because that's important. Okay, so that's another challenge for, for business owners. You see a lot of people posting on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. They just they post, post randomly. And they post the same thing. Sometimes they post the same thing across each platform, which isn't yes. always good, right? Yes, which is very, very wrong. You see, you need to understand your audience. You need to, you need to do research. You need mm. to understand where they hang out. You see, all, every, every prospect or every customer you have, they have a particular place they hang out. You can't be posting on Facebook or you can't be dropping content on Facebook while your, your, your prospects or your customers are hanging out on LinkedIn. You're just right. going to be wasting your time. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Sure, yeah. You're just going to be wasting your time because you find out that on the long run, you are not conversing. Nothing mm -hmm. is happening. 
you are only getting comments or likes that are not relating to what you do. So you need to understand where your business is, where, they, where your customers, where they hang out. It's very, very important as a business owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you then decide that then? Because that's a core part of your strategy, right? Your, your social media strategy is deciding which platforms you're going to be on. Like, are you going to be on like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram? Are you going to just be on LinkedIn? Are you just going to be on Twitter? Like, how do you, how do you decide where you're going to be? What determines that? You said do research. Like, what do you research and how do you research? Okay, so it's very important that you test. You test what works for you. Yeah. You see, in the, yeah, in the first phase of your business, mm -hmm. you can put them in stages while you are setting out. Then you test what works for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Drop your, you need to schedule your, your content on your post on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Look at the interactions, do the analysis. Do the same thing on, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and on Instagram. You look mm -hmm. at the engagement. Those are the easiest way you can do your research. Look at the engagement. When right. you look at the engagement, you'll be able to, to contrast and compare what is going to work for you. So you do that over time. Don't be in a hurry because social media takes time. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the reasons why people even get tired of going on social media entrepreneurs or getting tired of continuing to post or to drop content on social media is because they're not giving it time. You need to give it time. Everything needs time. You right. need to give it at least for a very good social media engagement or conversion. You need to give it about three, six months. And this three, six months, you're not going to be posting one today, one next week and upper week or next <laughs> month. You need to be consistent. Yes, no. Right, you need right. to be very consistent. You need to give it time because yeah. the entrepreneurs will tell you you're very busy talking to customers. But the thing, one of the things that social media helps you to do is to help you to reach a larger number of audience. Mm -hmm. You can't meet... You can't, it will be difficult for you to meet 1,000 people per time. But on social media, if you get your strategy right, if you're getting your content right, and if you're consistent, you can get to even meet 10,000 people per time. Mm. Mm. Yes. So you need to test what works for you, contrast and compare, then you can come up with your results. Okay. If you, in this process of testing and comparing and researching, and like you said, giving it time, you realize one platform isn't working, do you just disengage delete get rid of that or do you just kind of say okay i'm only going to post here once in a while or i'm only going to use this in a particular way what what do we do okay so you don't you don't delete your social media platform <laughs> no you don't do that you don't need to okay. do that you okay the only thing you need to do is to pay more attention to the one that is going to be working for you mm. Yes, because the one that is not really working for you doesn't mean that people are not seeing it. People are seeing it. It's just that it's not what they want or it's not what they're on that platform to do. Yeah. So, so it's, not, it's not like an 100% result that you're not going to even get one person to patronize you, no. Right, right, right. The right. result is that you're not going to get majorly the percentage of people you want to patronize you on that platform. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So this is, I guess, cross, cross functional. So you have to know that which platforms to choose and then how to post on each platform. So for example, right? Like Instagram is really good for like lives and videos and that kind of thing. And sort of images. Like, I feel like the people that really do well on Instagram are fashion people, food bloggers, things that are quite pleasing to the eye. Right. Those tend to yes. be on Instagram. Would you agree? Like, can you tell us how, like, for example, which platforms kind of work best for which businesses? I feel like Facebook 
is good for a, a different type of business that you would find than on Instagram. And then LinkedIn is sort of much more professional and clean. And, you know, you have to write in a specific way. Uh, Twitter is a little crazy. Twitter, I call Twitter the world's water cooler. Like everybody goes on Twitter to like gossip, scream, shout. <laughs> so I feel like it, it's hard to get people's attention. So how, when you're posting, how do you post so that it matches the platform that you're using? How do we do that? Okay. So this also goes back to the word research. Mm. Yes, you need to research your competitors. Very important. Do some competitive analysis. Mm -hmm. You need to look at your competitors. Where are they posting? It's also a very easier way for you to know where you can focus your energy on. Mm -hmm. So, but for fashion, in the Instagram is more of the fashion industry. Fashion, hair, makeup, food, hair, things, makeup, things, things that are like pleasing that. to the eye. I find are very good on Instagram. Exactly. They do well on Instagram. And in, the, in recent times, in the past few months, they've actually been doing well on Facebook too, because you know the new Facebook life. Yes, the new Facebook yeah, yeah. life. Yes. Mm -hmm. So businesses have started doing well. Fashion businesses have actually started doing well on Facebook. But if you're in the professional sector, you have to be on, on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. You are in the financial industry, banking, Whatever industry, as long as it's a professional industry, you need to be on, on LinkedIn. But it doesn't also mean that you are also going to take out other platforms. No, you're not going to take out other platforms, but you focus your energy on that particular platform. Like you said, Twitter is, is let me use the word, is a crazy place. I call it the I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you <laughs> Yes, it is. It That's is. the so world. Things happens Everybody goes there to gossip, to rant, to rave, to scream. It's mad, but I love it. It's mad, but I love it. I love it. I love Twitter. <laughs> That's how I yes. find out what's so going what I do. <laughs> Okay, so for me, what I do for link for Twitter is I don't really post a lot of products or things I do, my services. I do a lot of news happenings in, in my business. That's what I do. I okay. drop them on Twitter. That's what I do on Twitter. I don't do a lot of buy and sell thing on Twitter. No, I just drop some information around what we do on Twitter and also try to engage in one or two posts that I know I can engage on. Right. Got you. Now, how important you mentioned at, at the beginning, this is going back to the point of people wanting to do business with a person. How important is it to be human when you write your social media posts? Because sometimes when a social media post is written, it, it, it can seem like it's not really directed towards a particular audience, but it's very general. Uh, how, how do you go about making sure that you write in a way that it's like you feel like you're talking specifically to your audience. So you know clearly this is who I'm writing for. And the people who are not interested will not come. Because you don't want, you don't want to, I think it's better to have like a hundred followers who are engaged than to have a thousand that are not, you know? Like, I think it's more about quality than quantity, if you see what I mean. Okay. So, I see it that way, but I don't know how other people see it. Some people just go for numbers. I don't know. You see, numbers work sometimes and they don't. Depends mm -hmm. on your kind of business. Mm -hmm. Yes. So for social media, how you, 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 sometimes your post shouldn't be generic all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can't write everybody. It's not possible. You, your content is not for everyone. 
You right. can't you can't say, oh, you want to drop a post or you want to write or an infographics and you want everybody on that platform to engage with it. It's not gonna work. So how do you write your content to, to fit a particular audience? You need to be yourself, you need to be authentic. While writing your, your content or while writing preparing whatever you want to put out there, you need to write it as if you are in front of an audience. You need to write your content as if you are in front of someone you want to talk to. You need to be direct. You, mm -hmm. don't, you don't write your content or you don't design your content in such a way that you, you, don't, you don't know who you are talking to. No. If I'm going to be writing something on social media today and I want to talk about Joanne, yeah. I'm going to be writing directly to Joanne. Every mm -hmm. other person which also, who is also in line with how jo what Joanne wants would engage with my post. Yeah. I can't write for Biodun, I can't write for Joanne, I can't write for every other person and you expect everybody to engage. No, you need to be direct, you need to be specific. Right. So that is one of the reasons why you need to have a social media plan. This yeah. week you are writing for Joanne, next week you're writing for Biodun, in next mm -hmm. month you're writing for another set of people. So you can continue writing for different sets of people part time. No, it's not going to work. Right. So you need to be yourself, be authentic in whatever you're posting. And um, be genuine. I guess know your customer. When you know your customer, you can speak you can speak to that person, how your customer feels, how they think, what they want, what they want to hear, what they want to see. Yeah. Exactly. You need to understand who your prospect and your customers are. So you will know what exactly they would want. Right. What about these paid promotions? Do you believe in those? Do you suggest those? You know, sometimes you see them, like, especially on Facebook, like you pay extra and you can get a promotion. You can, you know, it sort of goes out and you get uh, expand, I guess, expansion into a wider audience or something like that. Are those good? Okay. Social media ads, social media campaigns are very good too. Very, very awesome. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't advise you, advise you, rather, if you're starting out to start with paid advertisement. So what I would advise you to do is when you are starting out, build your page. Build them with content. So when people come, when you finally promote your page, people would have something to, 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 to focus on. People would have something to engage with. So one other thing that paid advertising helps you to do, it helps you to promote your post to a larger forward base. So it will allow you to, it will allow your post to be seen by far more people than your existing follower base. Say you have 10,000 followers on, on, your, on a particular platform. By the time you run ads about, about your, your business or your services, you might end up getting over 100,000 of people to see your to see what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and in terms of automation and tools, techno technology that we can use to help us, what do you suggest? Are there any good ones okay. or ones that we should so, stick? Yes, <laughs> yes. There are great tools that you can use. You can use MailChimp, you can use Suit. But mind you, while using these tools, you also have to be very careful. Don't just do your post and you just drop them and leave. No. You make sure that when you schedule your post with these tools, because that's one of the things that these tools help you to do. They help you to schedule your post and send it directly to all platforms. Instead of you to start sending them one after the other. 
So when you, when you schedule your posts with these tools and you drop them on, on those platforms, make sure you engage with your audience. Don't just drop your post and you just leave. No, people want to interact. They want to talk to you. They want your feed. They want to give you some information. They want to ask questions. And I believe you also want to get feedbacks from, from whatever you have sent out or from whatever they've bought from you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what are some of the biggest mistakes you see like uh, startups doing in the beginning stages of their businesses around social media so that we can avoid them, the blunders. Okay. So some of the blood, some of the blunders entrepreneurs commit while starting out is trying to appear very big. You know, <laughs> you see, yeah. you see, yes, yes. You see, people on social media, they see things a lot. They read mm. things a lot. Don't try to appear what you are not. Don't try to lie, because mm. people love stories. Tell them your stories. Don't be shy about it. Everybody have their humble beginnings. Tell them how you started. In fact, people want genuine stories. Tell them how you. In fact, as you're starting out, put out the stories. Let them see the stories. Don't fake it because people, you know, they love faking on social media. Oh, yeah. People are trying big. to show off what they are not. Don't do that. Yes. You need to be very authentic in what you're doing. These are majorly, this is majorly the, the, one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs or startups make. They try to appear very, very big. No. Tell them your stories, how you started so that they can grow with you. You see, customers and prospects want to grow with you. They want mm. to also be in your stories. Yes, mm. they want to be in your story. So you need to be you need to be authentic in whatever whatever you are, you are posting out there. So one of the the other mistake they make is trying to trying to post images that are not real. <laughs> as part of as part of yes. Oh my goodness! Yeah. As as part, yes as yeah. part of, as part of branding, you need to be careful on the kind of images you drop out there, you put out there. You need to also you need to you need to pay attention to the kind of infographics. Or the images you put out there, you know, you know, these days people don't read a lot. Mm. They they prefer to engage mm. more with pictures, with images. So your images also need to be, they need to be authentic. Your images need to be authentic and they need to be real. Don't don't pick up a particular image from somewhere and you put it on your site and you start writing stories about around it. Whereas what maybe one or two of your audiences have seen that particular image somewhere else. Then, they try, then the next thing that comes to their mind is, I don't think this business is real. I think mm. I've seen this somewhere. So they, they start having doubts about what you do. So you need to be real in what you do. Or maybe, you know, like I see a lot of on Instagram, for example, like people who are building personal brands, they might be going out and they show you like where they're going so you can travel along with them, who they're meeting. And then you have some people who just post pictures about like famous people that they're meeting. but do you think that posting photos with famous people or people who are deemed famous helps your brand or like how does that or does that really really help people to understand what you're doing should should we be doing that like for example if i go out somewhere and i meet i don't know some super famous person like oprah or something should i be going to my uh social media and posting that i've met oprah or I should only do that if what I'm doing is relevant to maybe the industry that I'm in. You get what I'm saying? Like, should I just be posting that I met Oprah just to say I, I met Oprah because my, my audience will like that? Or does it even make sense? 
you know, social media can be a little tricky. Mm. Yes, it can be. Yes, it can be a little tricky. And you know, humans want to be associated with people who have who have made it, people who have succeeded. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you take pictures like that, it is it is very important to post them. You know, it's part of the stories. Right. It's part of the story that if, if this caliber of person can be associated with you, it means that, oh, what you're doing is good. You know, the way we human, the way we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess, when like you, you said, so it, has, it has to be authentic, though, right? It can't just be you popping up a, a photo of, like, some famous person you met because you want to you wanna make people believe that you're, you're important because you met this person. It should be a part of the bigger story that you're sharing about your brand, right? exactly yeah okay okay cool 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 all right so abby what do you do uh for entrepreneurs how or how how do you i know you're working in a company now but how could you what you're doing with marketing and pr branding etc how could that help entrepreneurs to scale their businesses okay so one of the general things I do beyond where I work is I, I post regularly on LinkedIn. That's one of the major platforms I use to yes. drop. I post marketing, marketing content for entrepreneurs, majorly startups, yeah, on how, yeah. to, how to grow. You know, the, the market is very competitive on how to grow. So that, those are majorly the things I do. I write articles mm. and I also go out, yes, some speaking engagements. And beside where I work currently, I have one, two, or three businesses I manage on the side. I do marketing and branding for them on the side. Okay. So, so those are basically, yeah, so those are basically what I do for them. Okay. What's the difference between marketing and branding? Okay. You see, you see, a lot of people get to also mix this together. Yeah, marketing that's why and I asked. branding. They are not the same. I know. <laughs> exactly. Branding is who you are. It's an act. It's what you do. How you eat, how you talk, what you wear is branding. Mm -hmm. It is who you are. But marketing is how you do it. The mm -hmm. tactics. Mm -hmm. Yes, so that is marketing. So it's a two-way thing. It's a two-different thing. Branding is who you are. So now you want to convey who you are to your audience. You go through marketing. Gotcha. And should we be like, for example, like hiring social media managers? Should I, should, should we hire a social media manager? Should we then hire like a market? Should we be outsourcing these things is what I'm trying to say. Or should we be doing, having our own strategies and doing them internally and then having the technology automate for us? What do you think is the best strategy when you're in this early stage of your business? Okay, in this early stage of your business, it depends on if you have the fund, you mm -hmm. can hire a social media manager. Yeah. And if you don't have the fund, you can do it yourself. But it's also important that when you hire a social media manager, because sometimes you see a lot of startups, they hire social media managers and the social media manager goes ahead what she feels is right. Right. Which is okay. not so, aligned with what you want. <laughs> with what you want, because... Because most of the business owners, most, most of the social media managers don't even know about your business. Mm. But you've got to have a conversation, right? You've got to debrief them. You have to make sure they get it. You're aligned. They understand how you speak to your audience, that kind of thing. Yes, they need to understand your brand. I also need to work hand in hand with them. Social media is not something you leave your social media manager to go ahead with. 
as a CEO or as a business owner or as a startup owner, you need to always interact with your, with your social media manager. You need to be sure that this person is conveying what your brand is really, really to your audience. So you need to be very careful while you're doing that. Awesome. Okay. Final question is about uh, live streaming. Should we be doing that? And if so, how, how much time should we be doing that? Live streaming, like for example, live streaming, YouTubing, videos, should that be a part? Does that have to be a part of the strategy? Suppose, you know, we don't want our faces to be live. Suppose we don't want to be on video, then what? Okay. You know, social, media, <laughs> social media is growing, it's growing by the day. Are, different strategies are coming up. Like I do live session on Instagram Live. I do that every weekend. So it is also important. You need to pay attention. You need to give it time. You need to do all this. If you want to quickly go into the market, you know, you need to integrate all this aspect of social media marketing. But if you don't mind starting very slow or starting yeah. very slow, but if you really want to go into the market full force, you need to be able to integrate all this aspect of social media marketing. Live streaming, YouTube, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, LinkedIn Live, they are very, very important. They will help you to grow very, very fast very very like very fast okay and how do you feel about like what i do like podcasts should everybody be doing a podcast or should or should you you really have to think that one through what are your thoughts on see, podcasts you see what you're doing you're doing an amazing job in fact yesterday oh, I, I told thank a you <laughs> yes i told a friend about rare beds and he, he went on online to check about it and he said, wow, these people are doing a lot. I think he saw about 280 something episodes. A hundred like, or 200, not yet. I'm close to 200, <laughs> but not yet. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Okay, so podcast is, is very, very awesome. In fact, it's one of the easiest way to, 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 to come online. If you don't want to show your face, because a lot of people are shy, they right. don't want to be able to look at faces. They are thinking, oh, what do I say? You can start with podcast because nobody's going to see your face. Nope. Yes, if you're a you shy can, person. I podcast in my pajamas, in my nightie, in every, I podcast. You don't, nobody cares about how you look. You're just talking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> podcast is very awesome. And people are really moving away from Instagram life and every other strategies to podcast. Postcard, really? Podcasting, yes, it's awesome. It's the way yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah, I think the thing with podcasting is just like anything else. You have to be clear about your audience clear about who you're talking to, why you're podcasting, and you have to be super consistent. The, you know, you have, to, you have to be posting regularly and consistently, otherwise you lose listeners. Because people drop you know, off. You know, this game is about consistency. You need to it be really consistent is. so that your followers know what to expect. Yeah, definitely. You know, when you're not consistent, they come online today, they can't find you this week. Next week, boom, you are out again. They won't, yeah. they won't take you... Yes, yeah, it's so true. It's true. It's true. And right. tell your friend, thank you for, for checking out for checking out the podcast. That was really nice. Yeah, yeah. So Abby, what closing words do you do you have for us? Um, just generally lessons that you've learned and, and final comments you'd like to give to us to help us along with this social media journey, which to be honest, I mean, if I'm being honest, I find it very challenging. It's always changing. Things are always different. Things are always new. I don't think there's anybody who's got the social media thing perfected. Even the people who do it really well will tell you they're always learning. They're always learning. Things are always changing so quickly. So we have to be agile and adaptable with the social media thing. 
it's a lot of work yes it's no social media is a lot of work and it and it keeps changing over time and you also need you also have to continue to change with it you know yeah. i wanted to view yeah it is important that you view social media as a way to add value to your target audience don't look it as a don't don't see it as a way to to just sell to them yeah because if you keep looking at it as a way you want to sell to them you get tired of it because when you keep posting or keep dropping content about what selling and selling and selling, they get tired because people don't even want to, they don't want to spend their money like that. They don't just want to keep buying. So you need to view social media as a way to add value. Just continue adding value. Right. When you continue adding value indirectly, you start to attract people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I get, I, I get that. a lot yeah. of offers. I get a lot of offers on, on LinkedIn startups. Mm. I, yes, I get a lot of offers on, on, on LinkedIn. And this is where I get my offers. I have never posted about reach out to me. Let me uh, reach out to me. I, I'm a digital marketer or a digital marketing strategist. I can build your brand for you uh, with this particular amount of money. I don't do it. I give them free articles on how mm -hmm. to grow their businesses. Right. You're, you're adding value. You're a, you're a reliable source for information. So you're, exactly. you're positioning That's yourself value. that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, and indirectly, I get them to chat me up and say, please, I need you to help me set up my, my marketing or I need you to help me set up my, my social media campaign. Yeah. So you need to continue to add value to, to your social media. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Abby. This was really helpful. The social media conversation will always continue evolving. So this is something we have to talk about all the time. And it's really great to have you in the community. I see you have joined us in the Slack, which is very nice. So hope you can meet some interesting people in there. There are a lot of really cool businesses in the Slack. So it's growing. It's growing. It's coming together very nicely and happy to have you there with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, Abby. And for the community of listeners, I hope you've learned some new things. I know that I have, and hopefully Abby will come back again and talk to us a bit more about something else. Maybe next time it could be marketing or branding, but until next time, bye for now. Thank you so much. Bye. Hey there, Rare Ones. I hope you enjoyed listening into this week's conversation. The Rare Birds podcast is available for listen across all major platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Anchor, and several more. Please share our conversations with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You can do so by opting in on our homepage of our website, www.rarebirdshq.com. The weekly newsletter provides analysis and data around the topics explored in our weekly conversations. Lastly, I would love your feedback and spend way too much time on Twitter. My handle is included in the notes section of each episode. Tweet me your thoughts, ideas, opinions, and feedback because I'm always looking for ways to improve my craft. If you absolutely love what you heard, then rate us on your favorite podcast platform. See you next week for more conversation. Bye for now.